Welcome to the second episode of Online Theater Collaborative. I'm Neil Wexler, a playwright and filmmaker from Buffalo, New York, and I'm so happy to have Annette Daniels-Taylor on the podcast. Annette is a multidisciplinary artist and educator, also from Buffalo, New York. Hi, Annette. Hi, Neil. <laughs> it's so great to see you. It's great to see you, too. We both have longer hair. Yours looks good. I just need a comb. <laughs> Annette, if you had five words to describe theater, what would they be? Oh, that's a that's a tough one. That's good. You know, I like these kinds of questions because you can't be wrong. <laughs> so five five words that describe what theater is to Annette would be um, emotional, community, storytelling. Um, connective and entertaining. You know, I, I was always told that it, it has to be entertaining, enlightening, and educational at the same time. So those are the two other words I'd add. Wow, that's great. And what are your thoughts, Annette, on online theater? I have mixed thoughts about it. There's something about knowing deep inside your heart that this is all you have. <laughs> Which, so, you know, for one, so on one hand, it's like, oh, this is all you have. So you think, oh, great. I'm so, I'm so glad we have this. Everyone's gather around, turn out the lights in the dark. They're going to tell a story. And then the other side of you is thinking as a theater professional, this is all we have. <laughs> This is not theater. I'm not going to accept this. This is not theater. Theater is live and happens in the now. And, you know, so it's, so I guess to say, to answer the question, some of the theater that has actually been live has been really fun and exciting and interesting. And someone that's been recorded has also been really interesting as far as storytelling and exciting, but it's, it's online. It's not, you know. You don't see and feel and, and like get a different something each night. And yet it's interesting that the words you used to describe theater earlier could also apply to online theater. And I totally get what's missing. But whenever a new form comes in, it always seems like it's infringing on a pre-existing form like early film or early television. Not only infringing on it, but because it's so early, it seems kind of rough. So it's a rough infringement. And I just wonder if we need to give online theater a little more time to develop. You're, you're absolutely right. It's not very different than like the golden age of television. Like the, the three camera model, the one, set something like the twilight zone or the hitchcock presents or the what was that other the the ellery queen we would be introduced to a number of popular broadway actors every week and they created it as another extension to to look like an extension of the theater and online theater is a reaction to where we are now as a society and somebody had to think of something. You know, thinking about the golden age of television may be a great way to consider 
the presentation and of course the radio theater, which I, I just, I love listening to some good stories and like this the whole podcast model comes from theater and we still love drama. We still love, it's all about telling the stories or listening to someone tell the story. So, you know, they're going to be, of course, just like stalwarts like me. That's like, but it doesn't, it doesn't feel like theater. It's not real theater. It's not alive. I just don't like this. So, you know, there's always going to be some resistance, but then, you know, I'm flexible. I like doing all kinds of things and I'm going to continue to explore the online theater model. I'm still not really doing it though. I got ideas, but I'm not, I haven't really like set up my camera to do all of that yet. What if a theater company came to you and said, we'll give you the resources you need. We just want you to create a piece of online theater for us. You have two months. What would it be? Oh, that's good. Um, it might be a three character play. It would probably be um, domestic. And, you know, now that I'm talking about all this stuff right now, I was just like, wow, so it probably would be, it would probably look sort of like a sitcom in a, in a way. I've been here at home a lot. I've been teaching online. So that's probably what I would do. And it would probably be something that was very close to comedy, but definitely made people cry at some point and have like that comedy drama thing. Because I like that. I like sneaking a sad story or plot in there. People should need to feel. That's all. And that's, you know, that's why we, we go to the theater most of the time. People want to feel something. Yeah, as opposed to the movies where sometimes we go to the movies because we, we want to be entertained or we want to be distracted. And for you as a filmmaker and playwright, actor, poet, you must always be thinking about these different perspectives. I like to make the distinction between movies and films, too. Like, because there is a distinction in my mind. The film is similar to theater in the fact that it's it's more art related it's it, it's giving you something to really think about something to really feel something to know something to experience and oftentimes in a big room shared with other people like theater so you're all sort of feeling something at the same time something deep you know beyond the surface whereas a movie the, the, the car chases, the explosions, the, the big fields, the people running and like all kinds of distractive sort of visual and audio elements in within a story. You know, the circus is in town as opposed to going to church. <laughs> so that's sort of my distinction between movies and films. <laughs> that's great. And it's important to discuss these distinctions. We're surrounded by media. So that media literacy piece is so crucial. It all comes at us in ways that are hard to process unless you break down the various components. You also work as an educator in this area. You're currently teaching writing for broadcast. Could you talk about some of those experiences, how they relate to storytelling, and how we think of different forms and different media. I've been trying to help them learn how to tell their big stories and, and, and focus on what it is 
they want people to see when we hear certain words or sounds. That, that can be sort of difficult. We watch so much media content. We watch so many motion pictures, moving pictures. And sometimes we take for granted what we're actually looking at, how things are made, the dissection of it. And so that's basically my job, to help, to help students see how things are made, how it breaks down, and how the writer is the first, um, the first seed in creating any kind of uh, motion picture or stage project or a book. The writer is the first, the first point of entry. And where do people go to find out more about your work? Oh, they can go to uh, AnnetteDanielsTaylor.com um, to find out more about me. I have a, sh- I have a show up on at the Virtual Penny right now. It's, it's a group show called Making Strange, and I have two pieces in there, two film pieces. So that'll be up until May. And uh, hopefully this fall, I'm, I've been talking to one of the theaters about being in a musical. So we'll see. And that will probably be available online. If, if the theaters are open, they'll have both. That's what I think is great because now online theater will be an alternative. I want to thank you so much for being here today, Annette. You have such an informative perspective on all of this, and I really appreciate you being on the show. Oh, thank you, Neil. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. 